Welcome to the Local Bee Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Sarah Bimba. Today's episode is with the lovely Nicole McNeil from Delica Bridal. If you're newly engaged and haven't heard of Delica before, you need to stay put. Delica offers exclusive designers such as Haley Page, Lazaro, and Travel. I'm getting married in May and I was blessed enough to be able to purchase my dress from this boutique. Nicole is so much fun and easygoing. She truly brings life to the bridal experience. Let's get into it. Hi everyone, I'm here today with Nicole McNeil from Delica Bridal. Before we begin, please tell us a little bit about yourself, Nicole. Sure, yeah. So I am one of the owners of Delica Bridal and I own it with my sister, Ashley. Um, we grew up in an entrepreneurial family. So my dad, um, he has a plumbing company. And so we've kind of been surrounded by the, kind of that entrepreneurial mindset growing up. Um, Ashley's the oldest of the family, I'm the youngest, um, and so there's four kids in the family, um, and we started Delica Bridal in 2011, and at that same time, I was in school, and I graduated um, with a degree in uh, Bachelor of Science, Human Ecology, with a major in clothing and textiles, and a minor in fashion merchandising. Oh my god, that's a lot. <laughs> I know, it was, honestly, it was a lot to take on. How were you um, even able to do that with school and having to start yeah, a business from scratch? I don't know. Looking back at it, I was like, I have no idea how I did it. Like, literally, I would be working every day. I'd be studying every day. Um, and at that time, when we first opened, it was literally myself. It was Ashley. And then we had one employee, and it was just the three of us. And it was just... It was insane, but we got through it. <laughs> and that's amazing. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know. I always said that I wanted to work for myself, but it's yeah. just so scary to actually make that leap. Totally. Like, it was, yeah, when we first started Delica, we, and that's what it was, essentially, right, is the leap of faith. Like, we we had no idea what we were kind of getting into, Um it was just, um, it was kind of surreal and very scary at the same moment, right? Like, we, I had my background in fashion, and then Ashley had her background. She graduated um, from Nate with a business management degree. Mm -hmm. um, so, kind of coming together, I feel like we were a good pair. You know, like, I had that kind of fashion background, and Ashley had the business background, and together, we just molded really well, um, which was nice, so... And so just from researching, the idea of opening the bridal store was originally your sister's idea, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, what was your initial reaction? Yeah, okay. This is, I, I was trying to think about this to see when we actually had that conversation because it's hard to pinpoint, but um, we knew we wanted to do something together. Like we had always kind of just talked about it um, and we were just exploring different um, 
ideas and what we wanted to do together and what we'd want to open. I remember at one point we were thinking of opening like a like a tutti frutti, like a franchise. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like looking back, I'm like, why would we have even thought about that? Like neither of us like we don't have like a passion for food or like anything like that. So just kind of bizarre. But and then uh, one day she was like she texted me and she's like what do you think of a bridal store? And I was like, it makes complete sense. You know, like I love fashion um, and I think I could, could have carried that over into um, weddings. Mm-hmm. And um, she had gotten married in 2009. Yeah. And she had found that there was nothing in Edmonton that was different from all the other bridal stores. She said that all the bridal stores carried the same designers, the same dresses, you go from store to store and you see the same stuff. So we noticed that there was an opportunity um, to bring different designers to the Edmonton market and kind of introduce Edmonton brides to um, something a little bit more unique and non-traditional. And that's so funny. Like, it's funny how, like, experience usually is what brings out all the inspiration because I right. know I've read, like, they're always like, oh, find a problem, and then you can be the solution. Mm-hmm. But it's hard yeah. to find a problem if, you, if you're, it's not personable to you, you know? So that's very exactly. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and so when she had approached me with the idea, I was like, I was like, it makes sense. You know, I, I was, and when we finally got started talk, talking about it, and we did a business plan, it was all very exciting, and we had to, we, I remember even finding the right location was such a task right like there were we were looking at spots on white Ave, and we were like okay well you know bridal necessarily it isn't like um it isn't necessarily like walk-in traffic like people will travel to go find their wedding dress they're gonna drive absolutely to go find a dress like we got girls from grand prairie saskatchewan calgary like all over um so we figured we didn't have to be in like an area where there was so much walking traffic. So mm-hmm. we looked um, to South Edmonton where lots of the, it was kind of um, really expanding at that time in 2011. Uh, Summerside had, was just kind of peaking that community and um, lots of young families kind of moving into that area close to South Edmonton Common, just off of Hende. So it kind of made sense in that regard. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was very exciting, very scary. Um, but it, at the same time, it seems so long ago. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it was only eight years ago, but it seems like it was probably like 20 years ago. But Yeah, like um, the time flies. Yeah, it, it has definitely gone. When was that that I was in there? That seems like um, forever ago. And wasn't it like 2014, I believe? Yeah, it must have been oh my 2014, God. 2015. Yeah, crazy. It's just nuts, but it's good because I feel like you guys are just growing and I love it. Yeah, um, like it's, we've had such a good um, following from when we first opened and had such great, um, like, wedding industry people that we work with, right? Like, they're, they're so supportive of us, and the Edmonton Bride's been so good to us as well. Like, word of mouth has been huge. So, um, yeah, it's been eight years, just about eight years. Wow. What was the initial reaction from the your family and friends? Like, what did they think? Yeah, so... We, we had support from everyone, um, my family especially. They were so supportive. They were all really excited for us. 
Um, and my friends were great about it too. Um, I mean, I was so young when it had happened, right? It was mm-hmm. so through. I was 19, I think, when they had opened. Um, and my friends have been so great about it because they understand, you know, like, they're not super needy with me, you know, like, they understand, like, you know, if I can't hang out because I have to work, like, that's okay. Like, they kind of have let me kind of just do my thing, and then they realize kind of, like, when things kind of slow down a bit, then we can all hang out and stuff. So everyone's been really supportive and understanding through the whole process. We just, that's all I can ask for, right? So mm-hmm. This is kind of your downtime right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of heading into it. So starting in, we we find starting in March, April to about, uh, like, September, is our slow season and then like our busy season is typically September through um, March just because everyone's buying their wedding dress in the winter for their summer weddings. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Cause I was going to ask you that. I was like, how long does it take to even order a dress? Because why wouldn't people order in January? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It, <laughs> it's a, that's such a common question, right? Like people think that it, we're busiest in the summer, but it's quite opposite. We're quite busy in the winter because it takes about like 16 to 18 weeks for a dress to come in. And then on top of that, you want to leave some time for some alterations as well. So kind of work in reverse seasons a bit. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of nice because then you kind of get a little bit of a break in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, Yeah. Winter, I prefer to grind it out in the winter when it's cold out (laughs) and there's nothing else to do. And then the summer, right, it's nicer out and you can kind of enjoy, enjoy the summer a little bit more. So. Mm hmm. And what are some of the obstacles that you face so far, like just getting the business off the ground? Yeah. Um, So one of the main probably obstacles was obviously we had no idea. We had to literally teach ourselves everything um, when we first opened. So that was an obstacle for sure. Um, And then I remember one of the biggest actually obstacles that we faced was when we had first opened, um, we carried this, um, a bunch of designers from this parent company. So I think we had about three or four designers under this one company and it made up about 75% of our inventory that we carried in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and about a month after we received our samples from them, they called us and they went under, went under, they oh, went out no. of business. And we were like, Oh That's my scary. God, what do we do? Like we were left with a bunch of dresses that we had to sell off the sales for and that could not be ordered for brides and so our store was so empty like I just like I can't imagine like looking back I'm like oh my gosh we probably had like 30 dresses in the store the girls that probably came in the store were like probably like where am I there's like no dresses here right now um but yeah it was crazy we essentially were we had to sell all of our samples that we literally just bought um, off the sales floor. So it was crazy. And kind of getting through that was definitely reassurance that, you know, we could kind of get through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely learned our lesson. Um, so now we obviously have a huge array of designers that we carry. We don't just have two or three. We have, I think we have eight right now, which is good. So, um, yeah, that was kind of the the main thing that we had to get through and we got through it which was um good and we came out on the other end so (laughs) and 
because you guys are sisters, but now it's kind of a little bit different for me when I think about it because you're the baby of the family. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I know how that is because, yeah, you know my baby brother and literally yeah. he could get away with almost anything. <laughs> I know. You know, it, it's so true. Like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Everyone always says that. Like, oh, the youngest gets away with it. But it is. It's true. Um, and she's the oldest, right? So she obviously had it the hardest out mm-hmm. of all the kids for sure um but yeah no um we definitely were very different uh personality types like she's very um like type a like um super involved uh, and i'm a little bit more um like more creative more emotional with my type of thinking um so we complement each other really well. Mm-hmm, it sounds um, like it. But obviously we butt heads like any sibling. So <laughs> have you found that hard to separate like your personal from the business or is yeah. you guys getting along pretty easily? Yeah. You know, it is, it is hard to separate the personal, like our personal relationship from the business relationship. Um, it's hard to go to Sunday dinner and not talk about Delica Bridal, not talk about work, right? So we both, a few years ago, we just kind of made an agreement, you know, when we're not at work, then we don't talk about it. And, you know, we just kind of put it aside because that's what our, we don't want our relationship to be built off of just work, right? And how annoying is it to be at dinner and all we're doing is talking about work and exactly. everyone else, right? So um, it was kind of, it was hard at first, but I think once we had that conversation to kind of just leave work at work and then have our personal life um, and not have to worry about talking about it 24-7, then that really helped. Um, and obviously, yeah, like we disagree on a lot of things <laughs> with work, um, but at the end of the day, like I look up to her so much and I value her opinion and she means so much to me so we literally if we have a fight we get over it right away and it's like nothing had ever happened so that's really good were you guys close mm-hmm. to growing up you know what <laughs> looking back I think I I would say we were close it was so hard because she's seven years older than I am so um there's quite a bit of an age gap but I just always remember being dragged around with her because my um my older brother and my older sister, they'd always have, like, hockey or anything. And so my parents would always be out with them at their sports, and Ashley would be left to babysit me. Oh. <laughs> so I'd literally get dragged everywhere with her. And, um, I mean, I'm sure she didn't love it, dragging everywhere. But I think we kind of grew close. It was hard to connect with her, right? Because when I was in grade six, she was in university. Oh, wow. Like, if you think about it that way, right? So, yeah. Now that we're older, it's easier for us to connect, and we've definitely gotten closer um, now that we're older and have a business together, for sure. But that could, like, just her being so much older than you, I know when I was younger, you're always looking up to, like, everyone that's older than you and, like, oh, what they're doing is so cool, and you want to be involved in that. So I think that kind of is a good thing for you guys. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like like I said, like, she has been on it like I don't know what I would have done without her like she almost like my mom is amazing but I would see Ashley is like almost like a second mom to me like she um I don't know we just we've grown so close over the past few years and I'm so lucky to have her and I've like I said I've learned so much from her um 
So I really appreciate. I wish she was here on the phone so she could <laughs> she could chat with us. Me too. Say these nice <laughs> well, but hopefully she'll hear it. <laughs> I'm sure she'll listen to this. So. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome no I love like that I even have two girls as well because I find my relationship with my sister is like one of my most valued as well totally right yeah just having that relationship is just really really good it just Mm -hmm. makes I don't know like I love my brothers (laughs) I'm not gonna say I don't (laughs) but it's so different And like I follow you on Instagram, like not stalkishly, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I do like to look at your photos because you always seem to capture these beautiful moments and like you just seem like you're so adventurous and you're always doing stuff, which is incredible. Oh, I don't even know where you find the time. <laughs> I know. I don't know either, but um, yeah, no, well, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, finding that um, that balance, right, for yourself is, it is tricky um wherever like I wake up I think about work I go to bed I think about work kind of never stops right Mm -hmm. but um just kind of having um being able for me it was I struggled with letting go of some of my trust issues like I struggled with being in control like I was always in control of things right and so letting go of some of that control so that some of the employees can do what they know how to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was really hard. But I trust them so much, and I'm so lucky for them. And um, when they're at the store, um, I don't have to worry about anything, which is really nice. Um, and, yeah, and that kind of allows me to um, enjoy some of my own personal life, right? Like with my boyfriend, going on family vacations, right? So, um, and even Ashley, too, same kind of thing, uh, you know, if I say to her, hey, I want to take some time, Ashley will be like, no problem. Ashley will kind of take my coverage at the store, do all my emails and everything, and vice versa, right? So if Ashley needs time with her family, I'll cover all of her emails. Um, so it's really nice to have, like, that partner mm-hmm. um, who will kind of cover for you as well, too, which is really nice. Well, now it all makes sense why you guys are doing so great, because you both complement each other so well, and just the fact that you guys easily take on each other's tasks when you guys know something like the other person has something to do is very good. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, um, I mean, I know when I'm like away, like say, cause I did just recently, I was fortunate enough to go, I think I, yeah, last year I went to on a Europe trip. Oh, wow. I knew I didn't, I didn't even have to work. I, I was so, I mean, I had major anxiety <laughs> leaving the <laughs> store. I was like, oh, my God. I was checking my emails every day, like, every two hours. Um, and I couldn't even, I still was doing the, the social media. I couldn't even, like, go with that. <laughs> but um, I actually handled everything so I didn't have to worry about um, anything. And I can just enjoy my vacation. I think that's so important is having that work-life balance, right? It's, Definitely. It can be challenging at times, but... I know Ashley right now, like I said to you previously, she just had a baby. She has three kids. So um, I know it's something that she struggles with as well. And um, so right now I'm kind of taking over a lot of her stuff right now while she's away with her kids. So, um, yeah, it's just about finding that balance, right? Mm -hmm. Tricky, but 
can be done. <laughs> I mean, and you can, I can understand that because I feel like it's almost like having your a kid because you yeah. put so much work into it. You're shaping it. You're doing all this stuff. So when it's time to step back and let someone else take over, you're kind of like, well, yeah. like I have a plan. <laughs> like I know what I want. Don't like, you don't want anything to come in between that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Honestly, I would describe it. I mean, I don't have any children at <laughs> this time, but I for sure my baby like it's like so hard to like give up some of that control right and even when I give up some of that control I'm still constantly thinking about it but um no exactly that's what it's like so (laughs) but honestly I'm glad you're able to balance it out because it's important for you like just mentally it's important for you to just have your own time and even just to keep on to who you are and for your creative side as well right Totally, yeah, that's actually a very good point. Yeah, like, just, like, when I when I go away or when I take some time off, I'm, like, itching to kind of get back at work um, just because I have, like, so much creative stuff I want to get out and stuff I want to do. So, um, yeah. Yeah, like, I love looking at the styled shoots that you do, and it just makes me wonder what your dream wedding would be like. Could you describe that to us? <laughs> like, do you ever think about it? You must. <laughs> girls are young and like we see this at the time at the store a lot of the time girls come and they've they've been dreaming about having their wedding right I never really was that type of girl to like dream about her wedding Mm -hmm. um I hadn't really thought about my wedding until like just recently um I mean I'm not engaged or anything but um I do want to like if in my future, um, I, this is so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> At least your boyfriend's not listening, oh, so it's okay. <laughs> I know, hopefully he doesn't listen to this later, right? No. But you never know, um, it might give him some good ideas as well, right? Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, no, yeah, we've talked about it, and we do want to, um, like, I would definitely want to elope somewhere, like, just go away, um, uh, just as close family and friends, mm-hmm. and do something just really intimate, and, something that just kind of focuses on us as a couple and just celebrating our love for each other um yeah I don't know where that would be where the ideal location would be but um probably yeah just not I just see it somewhere being like maybe in the mountains or oh that would be beautiful um, yeah like kind of in the forest Tofino Tofino would be actually amazing oh yes Um, for sure yeah we have brides that get oh, our brides that get married there. They have the most beautiful pictures. I'm like, mm, I could do this for sure. <laughs> and it's not that far away from home, so you don't even have to worry right. about making a huge trip. Yeah. Very true. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because honestly, you sound so much like me because that's me as well. Like I never dreamed about yeah. getting married. I always wanted to elope, with, but I can't. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because- family right like your big uh, family honestly that... not even because of my family i think it's more shane like shane wants everybody okay, yeah. to be there like it doesn't even matter if he's never hasn't talked to them in like five years he wants them there <laughs> he wants it to be like a wedding wedding you know what i mean like a big party exactly and i'm like i don't even, yeah. even if i had just like 20 people i think i'd be set like i could find 20 people and i'd be like hey these yeah. are the 20 people i want like i don't know i'm just not so fussy like even though first I was like, oh, I want like a big, poofy, like princess dress. But I'm like, that's not really me. 
Like, yeah, I just want right, something yeah. simple. Like, how, like, I was reading one of your interviews and you were saying Delica mm-hmm. Bridal's, like, you want that fuss free look, which mm-hmm. yeah. that's definitely what I would more, <laughs> you know, go towards because I can't, yeah. like, I'm not fancy, <laughs> unfortunately. I wish I was. <laughs> like, I love looking at, like, awesome like fashion and everything like that but for me i'm like i like to keep it simple and i don't know if it's the kids (laughs) but yeah (laughs) that's the thing right like i always say to our brides like you have to find something that is like that's you that's true to yourself like no one like everyone's gonna have their own idea of what they picture you in but no one's gonna know how it feels to wear that dress and like actually feel most like yourself in um, which is super important. And I feel like sometimes brides can get sidetracked, right? They'll try on, which is good. It's important to try on a little, a bit of everything just to kind of figure out what you like and what you don't like. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like brides just need to stick to their gut when finding their dress. So, cause I did find a dress that I was like, Oh my God, I was in love and love and love with it. How important yeah. do you think that is? Finding a dress that you love with, that you're in love with. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's very important. <laughs> but you know what's interesting is I find that ever since, like, the whole, like, you know, like, say yes to the dress, everyone always expects to have an emotional reaction to a dress. Mm. Not everyone gets it. So people, brides will be constantly searching for that emotional validation that they found the dress. But, like, to be honest, I would say, like, 80% of the time, brides don't even have an emotional reaction address right so it is and it totally depends on your personality type as well right whether you're um, able to make decisions right away if you're decisive indecisive or if you're um, you need to analyze things a little bit more you need to go home and look at the pictures so it totally just depends on the type of personality but yeah if you find a dress that you're like 100% in love with then you need to stop looking for sure (laughs) (laughs) no that's true because I know that sometimes it's hard to, like, stay in your budget because you see something right. and you're like, that mm. could be my dress. And you just have to try it yeah. on. But then at the same time, like, that's a scary thing for a bride because you don't want to totally. try it on. And you're like, oh, I can't get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's that's another good thing, too, right, is just always have a budget, right? And it's so hard to do, but, like, stick to it. Because uh, if you don't stick to it, you're going to end up in that that feeling that you were describing there, right? Where you find a dress that you love, but you don't know if you can afford it, which is like not the best feeling in the world. So just ends up putting more stress on yourself and the financials for the wedding. So, um, yeah, if you could avoid doing that. (laughs) Yeah, by all means, right? (laughs) But it is hard when you go into a store and you see all these beautiful dresses and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Like it's, it's actually crazy how much, wedding dresses can can be right like there's gowns that brides will spend sometimes upwards 10 grand on right and mm-hmm. it's just, i can't even imagine that yeah i mean the market it's interesting the edmonton market is very conservative so i don't know um yeah our brides are i would say our target bride like typically will spend anywhere between like generally two thousand to three thousand mm-hmm. um but yeah, we do sometimes get that bride that does come in with a really high budget, uh, which is, is great. But it's, yeah, it's sometimes unfathomable. It's like, wow, like, on a dress, right? But, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Like, I'd rather take a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
exactly right and that's the thing right is who right the girls that have that budget they just value their dress more than something else right like Mm -hmm. maybe they'll put more money into their dress and then kind of cut back on other things in the wedding which is totally okay it's just what you kind of value right exactly important yeah for sure because I was listening to the radio the other day and I heard an idea that I was like, that would be what I loved. Because they were saying, instead of that, instead of spending 10000 on your dress or your wedding, just mm-hmm. have a small wedding and then spend months, like a couple months going traveling and just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, like instead of a one week, two week honeymoon, like you just enjoy your time together. Totally. Yeah. No. And that's like right that's like one of those that's an experience essentially right whereas with a wedding it's like a wedding is an experience well but it's so hard to fathom right just and so one quick. day and then it's done <laughs> yeah like, oh my gosh that was like so fast <laughs> especially after all the planning oh my goodness yeah they say that um wedding there's actually a thing called wedding blues right so all after planning your wedding for i don't know a year when you're engaged and then all of a sudden one day it's over girls actually can get quite depressed because like most of their time that they had spent planning their wedding they don't have they don't know what to do with the time anymore they have have so much more time probably also too some of the the money that they put towards the wedding as well probably has some effect to that but (laughs) I think I'm going to be the total opposite I'm going to be just so happy that it's over (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny um I have another question so Mm -hmm. I feel like you guys have built such an amazing foundation for growth for yourselves and like you said you're already at eight years you're about to hit that 10 year mark what can we expect Mm -hmm. to see in the future um yeah that's a very exciting question um we will have we'll continue to kind of do what we're doing right now um It'll be interesting to see kind of the transition uh, for, like, trends and stuff and always kind of keeping up to date with what's current and what's new. Um, So that'll be interesting. And then we also have some things planned in the future for some pop-up shops. Um, We haven't done this before, but some out-of-town pop-up shops where we bring a few select dresses with us um, and um, kind of go to other cities um, and show them what we have and then do that there um so that's, that's pretty one cool of the for the yeah um so something we we're kind of floating around that idea for a little bit and we've chatted a little bit more about it lately um so it's looking like we're going to be doing some of that in the new, near future for sure as well do you have any cities in mind right now um well it's interesting because i find um uh, like, we get a lot of brides coming from Saskatchewan, uh, so, like, Saskatoon, um, even, or even up north as well, like, Grand Prairie. We get a ton of brides from Grand Prairie right now, because there's not, um, not a lot of bridal stores there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of, wherever we see an opportunity um, where there's dresses that we can bring that they don't currently have in that city um, would be where we're looking to go so yeah (laughs) well that's good like I feel like Edmonton's kind of like a hub right now for entrepreneurs do you think that has anything to do like has it contributed at all to your success yeah Edmonton has been amazing to grow up in and um, have a business in 
it's Edmonton just keeps growing. Like it's insane how quick it's been growing over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like an energy in Edmonton. I feel like with entrepreneurs, there's so many local businesses, and I just love supporting small local businesses because as an entrepreneur who has her own business, um, I see the importance of supporting small local businesses. So um, Edmonton has been so good, and uh, even the wedding the leaders in the wedding industry here have been so supportive and um, everyone gets along um, really well, which is nice. Everyone really works together. Um, so that helps as well, for sure. And that's one of the funniest things. Like, it's one of the things that I love a lot about looking at Edmonton, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's just so weird. And I know that other people outside of the city probably look at it and be like, why are they all like, you know yeah. bonded together and helping each other but it's great it yeah, it's like makes way better i love it yeah and just yeah. like the collaborations that have been happening i'm like oh my god like it's so nice to see people working together and building each other up because it's also mm-hmm. built up the city as well totally. instead of people yeah. being like oh that's my competition i don't want to do anything with you it's it's right. really mature <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know and that's like how you kind of grow right and I think Edmonton um like I said it just keeps growing it keeps getting bigger and bigger and I think people are realizing that like Edmonton I don't know it's kind of making a name for itself now right with mm-hmm. all the the amazing local businesses that have started here like just there's so many um there's tons yeah me too me as well yeah Mm-hmm. Is there any advice that you would have for any other entrepreneurs in the city? Um, yeah, of course, yeah. So for sure, something that I've learned over time is just to surround yourself with positive people, people who support you, who want to see you succeed, um, and hire people who are good at things that you necessarily aren't good at. <laughs> um, so if you can't do something well enough, don't be afraid to... Um, hire someone or ask someone who's good at it to do it for you um and always take risks like I feel like entrepreneurs everyone who's an entrepreneur has taken some sort of risk um whether they admit to it or not but um taking risk if you never take the risk you don't know if you'll ever succeed so (laughs) no that's true absolutely like even like I was telling you earlier with getting the podcast going Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? And then I just decided one day, I'm like, I, I like, I was actually listening to another podcast and it mm-hmm. was actually just talking about just if you do things, it'll like the ball, if you get the ball rolling, you'll be able to do yeah. more. So I'm like, huh, yeah. that makes sense. I should just start <laughs> reaching out to people. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, and that's like, yeah, when the first, you get kind of that, the first things done out of the way, then it's just kind of like, and a domino effect, like things will keep kind of, you'll get so busy and, um, yeah, it's just very exciting. It's an exciting time starting your own company and business. It's really amazing to see something that you've created just grow, um, which has been really special for me to see and witness over the past eight years. And I'm looking forward to the next several years still, um, to see kind of what happens with Delica Bridal. So, 
Yeah, me as well. Like, I know my sister's planning on stopping in there soon to get her bridesmaid dress. And I'm like, I can't wait to go back just so I can look at all the dresses. Uh, Yay. (laughs) It's so much fun. Like, I feel like if I worked at a bridal store, like, have you even ever tried on a bride dress? Like, okay, everyone always asks this question. Um, Okay, I've caught, I've tried on maybe, like, one or two, not a lot. Like usually the girls that the girls that work at Delica, like at their store, there um, they like to try on the dresses when we come in. Um, just kind of we do it as like a learning, kind of see what the dresses look like when they're on somebody, right? Kind of yeah. see how they fall. But um, yeah, I've I've only tried on maybe two or three, and that was just because I just liked them, and I was like, <laughs> okay. And they weren't even like really wedding. Like the thing with the stuff that we carry is. Some of it's quite unconventional, right? It's not your traditional ball gown look or anything like that. So exactly, I feel like the dresses yeah. that I, yeah, the dresses I tried on were very, I wouldn't even consider them traditional wedding gowns, you know? So I haven't had that, I'm saving that experience for when the time comes for me for sure. That's awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to be so excited when you get engaged. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll see when that happens. <laughs> so, just for fun, if Delica yeah. was a person, what would her personality be like? Would it even yes. be a female? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Oh my gosh, it has to be a female, of course. Um, I love this question. It's so fun. Um, yeah, it made me really think. Um, I would say she would definitely, it would be a woman for sure. Um, and she'd be super fun, flirty and feminine. Someone who she's a risk taker uh, and who's golden doesn't like to be ordinary. She wants, she's someone who stands out in a crowd and is different from everyone else and commands attention. That's kind of who I see the Delica oh, personality. Wow. I love it. <laughs> No, that's perfect because it really totally does represent your store. And I feel like you guys really stand out and I'm just excited for you. I'm so excited for you guys to grow and just, I want to see where it's going to go. Like, I know I'm not going to get married again, (laughs) but hopefully like, I know I have friends that are engaged and I'm always like, uh, you got to go to Delica. (laughs) You got to go check it out. (laughs) You know what? And that's the huge thing, right? It's just the word of mouth, right? So we appreciate you're telling all your friends to come see us because that's how people find out about us, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, you guys have a little store, but there's so much in there. It's just amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's so cute yeah. and so trendy and, yeah, very fashion forward. Yeah. Thank you. I'm looking forward to um, to seeing you again come into the store. <laughs> hmm. It's so funny because we always talk about the first time we came into the store, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, next time bring Osmo." <laughs> <laughs> like, Osmo, what's he gonna do? He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. We just laugh about that. Like, I can even like honestly, I'm not saying my brother will never get married, but just especially at that time, <laughs> I was like, I don't oh even my God, think. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, probably, like, I would have been, like, maybe, like, 22 at that time. Like, mm-hmm. so young. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Because yeah. that was when your sister was getting married. Exactly, yeah. And he yeah. was still such a party boy. Yeah. Like, I don't think, he, well, he still kind of is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never left the system. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, he's toned down a lot, but, 
Yeah, I just thought that was so funny. Me and my sister always laugh about that. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to bring him a whole family affair. Bring him. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we have to do that and take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for... um, asking us to be a part of this I really appreciate it and I had so much fun talking with you today And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It was so much fun interviewing Nicole. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to leave me a review. Reach out to me at the local podcast at gmail.com. Peace and love.